Chapter Seven of the Sayings of Lao Tzu by Lao Tzu, translated by Lionel Giles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nima. Paradoxes. Among mankind, the recognition of beauty as such implies the idea of ugliness, and the recognition of good implies the idea of evil. There is the same mutual relation between existence and non-existence in the matter of creation, between difficulty and ease in the matter of accomplishing, between long and short in the matter of form, between high and low in the matter of elevation, between treble and bass in the matter of musical pitch, between before and after in the matter of priority. Nature is not benevolent. She treats all created things like the straw dogs we use at sacrifices. The sage is not benevolent. He looks upon the people in the same way. The space between heaven and earth, is it not like a bellows? It is empty, yet inexhaustible. When it puts in motion, more and more comes out. Heaven and earth are long-lasting. The reason why heaven and earth can last long is that they live not for themselves, and thus they are able to endure. Thirty spokes unite in one nave. The utility of the cart depends on the hollow center in which the axle turns. Clay is molded into a vessel. The utility of the vessel depends on its hollow interior. Doors and windows are cut out in order to make a house. The utility of the house depends on the empty spaces. Thus, while the existence of things may be good, it is the non-existent in them which makes them serviceable. When the great Tao falls into disuse, benevolence and righteousness come into vogue. When shrewdness and sagacity appear, great hypocrisy prevails. It is when the bonds of kinship are out of joint that filial piety and paternal affection begin. It is when the state is in a ferment of revolution that loyal patriots arise. Cast off your holiness, rid yourself of sagacity, and the people will benefit a hundredfold. Discard benevolence and abolish righteousness, and the people will return to filial piety and paternal love. Renounce your scheming and abandon gain, and thieves and robbers will disappear. These three precepts mean that outward show is insufficient, and therefore they bid us to be true to our proper nature, to show simplicity, to embrace plain dealing, to reduce selfishness, to moderate desire. A variety of colors makes man's eye blind. A diversity of sounds makes man's ear deaf. A mixture of flavors makes man's palate dull. He who knows others is clever, but he who knows himself is enlightened. He who overcomes others is strong but he who overcomes himself is muddier still. He is rich who knows when he has enough. He who acts with energy has strength of purpose. He who moves not from his proper place is long-lasting. He who dies but perishes not enjoys true longevity. If you would contract, you must first expand. If you would weaken, you must first strengthen. If you would overthrow, you must first raise up. If you would take, you must first give. This is called obscuring one's light. 
He who is most perfect seems to be lacking, yet his resources are never outworn. He who is most full seems vacant, yet his uses are inexhaustible. Extreme straightness is as bad as crookedness. Extreme cleverness is as bad as folly. Extreme fluency is as bad as stammering. Those who know do not speak. Those who speak do not know. Abandon learning, and you will be free from trouble and distress. Failure is the foundation of success, and the means by which it is achieved. Success is the lurking place of failure, but who can tell when the turning point will come? He who acts destroys, he who grasps loses. Therefore, the sage does not act, and so does not destroy. He does not grasp, and so he does not lose. Only he who does nothing for his life's sake can truly be said to value his life. Man at his birth is tender and weak. At his death he is rigid and strong. Plants and trees, when they come forth, are tender and crisp. When dead, they are dry and tough. Thus rigidity and strength are the concomitants of death. Softness and weakness are the concomitants of life. Hence the warrior that is strong does not conquer. The tree that is strong is cut down. Therefore, the strong and the big take the lower place. The soft and the weak take the higher place. There is nothing in the world more soft and weak than water. Yet for attacking things that are hard and strong, there is nothing that surpasses it. Nothing that can take its place. The soft overcomes the hard. The weak overcomes the strong. There is no one in the world but knows this truth, and no one who can put it into practice. Those who are wise have no wide range of learning. Those who range most widely are not wise. The sage does not care to hoard. The more he uses for the benefit of others, the more he possesses himself. The more he gives to his fellow men, the more he has of his own. The truest sayings are paradoxical. End of Paradoxes